This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends. Hey podcast, it's Gary. Uh, really excited today. You're actually about to listen to my reviews of the first month of the uh, Gary V Wine Club. Uh, it was kind of fun to get back in the saddle and do kind of what got me here in the first place, February 20th, 2000. Yeah, February 20th, 2006 was the first time I sat down and created wine content for the internet. So uh, here we are 11 years later. Uh, And so for all of you wine fans, enjoy this. It's gonna be a lot of fun. And for a lot of you newbies or thinking about it or debating it, this is a different kind of content on my podcast and I hope you enjoy it. And please hit me up on Twitter and give me some feedback on uh, if this is an interesting thing to have once a month for you to listen along. Take care. Hey guys, it's Gary Vaynerchuk. dressed down and excited for the first monthly wine club uh, of October. First of all, I wanna start with thanking everybody for subscribing to the monthly wine club. My big goal is to create the most epic, the coolest, the best wine club in the world. And I give a lot of thought to the price point, the way we deliver it, and the structure and the strategy behind it. One, two, three, or four wines each month, being thoughtful about the month that it's in, for $55 delivered, no shipping costs, and how do I deliver over $100 in value in the open market, minimally, each month? So for example, the Chardonnay that you've got in your pack, the Cabernet that you've got in your pack, and the Chateauneuf de Pop that you have in your pack, 40, 100, $120, that is the best possible price you'll buy at retail in the US, going to different stores, getting at the best possible price. So for me, that is exciting. I I genuinely believe as you're watching and or listening to this right now, this will lead to you telling everybody you know about this because consistently, next month, November, I'm gonna send you wines for Thanksgiving. December, I'm gonna send a wine to be your prime holiday wine or the gift that blows somebody away. Every month, I'm gonna drill that double nickels, $55 value in one, two, three, or four wines, being smart about spring, summer, fall, winter, occasions, holidays. I'm really fired up about it and let's get into the first wine. So, as you can imagine, being the first pack, the thing that I'll always look back at, the thing that is gonna most matter to me. Phil, I love how you're laughing. There's construction. There's construction. I mean, what do you want from me? There's construction, you know, listen. You guys didn't sign up for this wine club for somebody in a tie and a candle. (laughs) You know what you signed up for. Let's deal with it. Anyway. First wine is the Crux Family Cellars 2013 Russian River Chardonnay. You can zoom in here a little bit, Babs, if you want. Um, This is uh, planted by one of the great vineyard managers in the world, Lee Martinelli Sr. Uh, Martinelli Vineyard Chardonnays, for all you nerds out there, are incredible. There's only 350 cases produced of this wine. When you go and Google this wine, like I expect a lot of you to do, you will see the 2014 vintage, available for $40 or so across the board. Uh, This is 50% new French oak, 50% uh, uh, new new French oak, 50% non-new, just uh, French oak in general. So it gives a little bit of a balance. When I grew up in the wine world, Chardonnays were over oaky, over buttered, super over the top, and the history of me doing Wine Library TV I would pan California Chardonnay. What's ironic since I started stopped filming that every day all the way back in 2011, uh, as I've been reminded by all the sommeliers that I meet across the country, by the way, Psalms, uh, I get a huge kick when you roll up to me at my dinners and say, hey, I'm a sommelier because of you. I was 13 and watched Wine Library TV with my dad. Makes me feel super old, uh, but I appreciate it. Anyway. Uh, Chardonnay's changed a lot since I've been out of the day-to-day game. There's a lot more balance, there's a lot more Burgundian stainless steel, uh, really just balance brought to the Chardonnay varietal in the US, which excites me quite a bit. And uh, 
when we were thinking about this club, I knew that I wanted to do a Rhone wine because I'm a big fan. I wanted to do, I wanted to do a single Rhone wine, a Chateau de Pop or Cornas or Hermitage that was gonna pay for the whole 55 if you're a hardcore wine nerd and we found that with the Vieux d'Anjan. We'll get to that in a minute. One of the iconic Chateau de Pop producers. I knew I wanted to introduce you to something new. The competitor is a wine that's near and dear to my heart that I helped produce. Lodi makes Greek Cabernet. Uh, and I know everybody loves Cab and I wanted to give you something that could kind of be your house wine through the winter and I think you're gonna be blown away by this wine in that $20 Cabernet range. But what was really interesting to me was I wanted to round it out with a white wine and it's super fun for people that have listened or watched uh, me talk about wine during my prime career of let's say 1998 to 2011 because there's probably not a lot of people that were more disrespectful to the California Chardonnay of the world than I was. I was absurdly difficult against them. I did not like the style. Yet in the last three or four years I probably drank more Chardonnay that I probably did as a commoner, as a non-everyday in the business guy. I can't believe how much I fall in love with them and I'm completely infatuated with the Crux family and let's get into this, probably fourth or fifth time I'm having it. On the nose you get a lot of vanilla and a, and a hint of apple. There's a, a really distinct, and again, I know a lot of you signed this up for this wine club to learn about wine so let's talk about the sniffy sniff in this first kind of video and uh, audio episode. It's super important for you to put your nose entirely in there Getting these nuances on the nose really starts to prime your palate. My mouth, for example, is starting to get more watered as I'm going through this. Beautiful almond shell, uh, green fruit, and vanilla on the nose. Now let's give it a whirl. Now I'm tasting this wine at room temperature. For a lot of you, I'm sure that you've put it into your refrigerator or you're watching this first before you decide how to taste it. I like tasting at room temperature because it allows me to taste the flavors, but for a lot of people, putting in the fridge and things of that nature uh, goes a long way. People want to have cold or white wine. To me, I'm able to get the flavors. You can go either way. 95% of people drink white wine more chilled than I do. Keep that in mind. Uh, On the palate, I get a very distinct, high, sharp acid structured, Mott's applesauce meets kind of a hint of like almost like an acorn, a leafy fall residue, uh, and I find it super well done. Chablis-like to me because of the crushed, I kind of call it acorn, apple fall kind of stuff, but it also has nuances to seashell, limestone, even like the blue rock, things of that nature. It's a really good Chardonnay, really well made will last for another three, four years, would pair, would pair tremendously well with salmon, black bass, um, light kind of, even if, you, if you're more of like a pheasant or hen fan, uh, if you want to use a white wine, I can see this going extremely well. And then for all of you that are like eating light salads, crabfish, shellfish, really beautiful acidity. I hope you enjoy it. Nice little uh, almond paste on the finish and this subtle almond apple thing is the thematic of the Crux 2013. Beautiful integration, super good wine. Let's move on. Wine number two is uh, is a wine I helped create for Wine Library called The Competitor, Lodi Cabernet. Uh, Makes sense that I would call it The Competitor since I like being a competitor. I love competition. Competition is everything to me. I want to beat all of you in everything, including boxing, tennis, basketball, and swimming. Though I can't swim very well, I would lose in that one. Not a good swimmer. Uh, Let's give this a sniffy sniff. Let me, before I get into it, um, John Troutman, who's here as well, and uh, worked with me on a lot of wine projects and at VaynerMedia, 
talk a lot about like the value proposition of California Cabernet, the difference between Napa and Paso and Lodi and California Appalachian and Sonoma and things of that nature. I've been very, very, very fascinated to watch it evolve. A brand called Earthquake a couple years ago really caught my attention out of Lodi. I was tasting some Lodi fruit and it's really become a place where I think there's a lot of really good value for the price point. Uh, to me it's 30 to 60% under Napa and other uh, Appalachian price points at times for the quality I'm getting. That often speaks to people overpricing Napa in Napa versus the best examples of Napa fruit Cabernet in its price point. But this has been a substantially uh, popular wine for us. The 2014 vintage we sold through thousands of cases. We just got into 2015 and I thought it'd be a fun thing to start the pack with because if you ask me how I think about the Gary Vee Wine Club at that $55 price point, the competition is something I think a lot about. I've looked at a lot of the wine clubs that are out and about these days and I'm gonna destroy and suffocate the competition with this club and make it the winner and so I thought it was imperative to have the competitor in it. Let's give it a sniffy sniff. On the nose you get a lot of bright red fruit. Uh, There's a hint of rose petal and some really interesting almost like red licorice flavors uh, on the nose. A little hint of almost like a tar I would call it, like a black tar. I was kind of a weird kid. Uh, There was a lot of pavement. I I grew up in Edison, New Jersey, as some of you know, and there was a lot of construction going on, so they were always paving, and it would always be in the summer, and then you'd go, and you guys know the tar bubbles? You know, you like, you ever, Eric, you've poked the, right? You've poked the tar bubble, right? Like, so, like the tar bubbles um, uh, are super interesting to me, and, and I get a little bit of that tar on the nose. Let's give it a whirl. Upper medium to full body Cabernet, really extensive red fruit. Uh, If you've ever had a Tootsie Roll pop, made out of a a cherry Tootsie Roll pop, that's what you're getting here. Because not only am I getting the cherry, but I'm getting a little bit of that caramel, a little of that Tootsie Roll, a little of that dark fruit. Uh, Hint of tar, blackberry, red fruit, and a beautiful long floral uh, integrated with a kind of a meaty and gamey finish. I think a lot of you are tasting along right now, listening or, or uh, watching, and are just genuinely gonna enjoy this wine. This has a delicious factor that I look for in wines that are priced under $25. To me, the criteria besides being a very good bottle of wine is does it taste delicious? Is this a flavor profile that the masses will enjoy? And that is what the competitor delivers for me here. I'm really happy to watch it evolve. It's drinking extremely well for a 2015. And also should add, I'm enjoying uh, Babin here, struggling holding up the camera. He really wishes he had a tripod right now. He is uh, struggling along as we go into the third wine. Wine number three. So if you're watching this before you taste any of the wine, wine number three is absolutely kind of the part of the pack that I think is gonna excite uh, most of the serious wine drinkers. A lot of you have bought the Don John Shot of the Pop uh, 2013 for more money than this entire pack costs. Uh, there's a lot of people out there at $60 a bottle retail for this wine. Um, 94 points wine and spirits, 90 points wine spectator, 92 points Miminus. Uh, just an incredibly uh, well scored uh, wine from Venice Media all the way through Wine and Spirits and most of all, Grenache, Syrah, Moved based, predominantly Grenache, uh, secondarily Syrah, little hint of uh, Moved uh, to round it out. 
the Chateau de Pop and, and Southern Rhone wines for me were an important representation of my success in my career. I think back to the 98 version of this wine. Brandon, correct me if I'm wrong, this was also a wine of the year at one point, right? So. Wine Spectator, right? So the, the, the pedigree on Vieux Donjon for a lot of you is incredible. If you're watching this and you haven't tasted the wines, this is something you can put away in your cellar for seven, 12, 15 years uh, and pop at a special occasion, a 10 year wedding anniversary for example. Uh, it, it's got incredible cellar ability uh, and I'm excited to uh, taste this wine again. So let's give it a sniffy sniff. Highly peppered on the nose, tons of black pepper, um, a little bit of, of, tons of like, you know, grated black pepper and then tons of red peppers from a vegetal kind of standpoint. Beautiful nose actually, very, I don't even want to taste it. Let's give it a whirl. I mean, it's a smash hit, totally, Totally different caliber of wine. You know, this rivals wines that come in at 75 to $100 a bottle. Uh, incredibly well structured. This is a wine that you would see for 200 plus, 180, 160 on a restaurant list if you go out and find it. Uh, highly peppered, delivers with that. If you're a beef jerky fan, you're gonna love this wine. Spicy for days. And I'm not talking like the Spice Girls fluffy stuff. I'm talking like really well integrated black Angus steak with pepper, with a hot sauce on the side. Really well structured, tremendous long length. I'm still tasting it on my palate as I'm describing this wine for you. A a remarkable effort, uh, an enjoyable effort. And most of all, if you're watching this pre-popping the bottle, two to four hours of letting it breathe or decanting it, or eight to 12 years in your cellar. Watch this in 10 years when I'm much older and it's funny that I made this video in the first place, much like I look at the old Wine Library TV videos. Uh, Great effort, hope you enjoyed as much as I did. I'm really excited about going on this journey. Wine is at the foundation of my narrative in life and this is an opportunity for me to get back into a game that I love so much while engaging with a lot of you. It's so important for me to hear from you guys what you think. Please, please, please hit me up on Twitter at at GaryVEE or hit me up on Instagram and leave a comment on GaryVEE on one of my posts about the wine club. I need feedback. I need to know where you want me to go with this. I need to know how much you loved or maybe even disliked these wines. I need you to be as much a part of this as I am. I will now literally continue to go out and taste wines for the next months of clubs and I hope you enjoyed our first interaction together. Have a great day, enjoy your October. Hope for the Jets to lose all four games this month as we march to 0-16 and a number one pick overall. And I'll see you in November with some wines that are gonna make your Thanksgiving the greatest Thanksgiving of all time. See you soon. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Little right hook here for all the people that like the juice. Uh, WineLibrary.com. Check out WineLibrary.com and go scroll down and see the Gary V Wine Club. I should probably create a Gary V. I actually think I have that. GaryV.com slash the wine club. Check out if that works. Hit me up on Twitter, guys. Let me know. Anyway, the wine club, $55 a month. 
and that is a delivered price, no shipping costs, $55 a month. You get one, two, three, or four bottles uh, in your package. I record a audio and video version of me tasting through the wines, so if you are even considering drinking wine or you buy wine in any shape or form, uh, I will be devastated if you're not part of my wine club. Uh, GaryV.com slash the wine club or winelibrary.com, scroll down and click the Gary V wine club. 55, double nickels each month, and I'm delivering at least 100, 150, even $200 worth of wine each month value. Seth is impressed right now while he's recording me. You haven't signed up for the wine club yet? I'm going to my girlfriend or I. You're not signing. What are you dissing him for? <laughs> Keep this all for the podcast. Pit podcast peeps, both of my homies here, Tyler, Babin, and Seth, they, you know, who I thought were brothers and young brothers and family, neither of them are part of the wine club. My disappointment continues to grow.